So welcome. It's great to be having this guest on. Um, and do check us out every week, every Wednesday, we'll be releasing new episodes of women, just everyday women, just like me and you, um, hearing their stories, hearing their journey, and just having real, real conversations. So please check us out every week uh, from 8pm on Wednesday uh, for women working well, uh, real talk. Let's get straight into it and introduce our first guest. So good morning, good morning, listeners. Uh, welcome to Women Working Well, Real Talk with your host, Asim Henshaw. We're at our 15th episode on season two, and I have the wonderful, wonderful lady who is joining us this morning, who goes by the name other than Mrs. Daisy David. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Excited to be on the show. It's great to have you here. How are you doing this morning? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I've had a morning to myself, which is really nice uh, without a uh, baby disturbing me. So I'm, uh, I'm feeling very refreshed. Good stuff. Good stuff. So let's just get straight into it. I'm asking all my women uh, the first question, kickoff question is how many hats do you wear? Oh, OK. How many hats do I wear? So, well, I think I've given one away in that I'm a mother. Um, so I've got a 13 month old girl. Uh, I'm a wife. So that's another hat. Um, I am also a student, so I'm currently doing um, an executive MBA part-time, so that's my third hat, and then I am a manager at, um, at work, so that's another hat. Um, I am a daughter, a sister, friend, um, yeah, so I think those are the main ones. Fantastic. I counted seven hats. So I, the, 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 obviously the follow-on question is that, how are you managing just navigating through all those seven hats that you wear? Yeah, that is a good question which I can ask myself <laughs> often, to be honest with you. Um, oh, well, I think I am learning to prioritise um, and, and also just give myself grace and be kind to myself. So I'm just trying to prioritize what needs to be done now so if I have an MBA assignment for example that's due next week then obviously that comes first um and I think also just obviously you can't escape being a mum and a wife right that's just constantly that's just constant so um <laughs> you know hubby's great with you know helping with with my daughter and um so yeah we just we prioritize and just try and keep the plates spinning as best we can yeah I'm sure our listeners are dying to hear a bit more about yourself. So do tell us what you do, how long you've been doing it and what you love about what you do. Okay, so I am uh, the head of board governance at Aviva PLC. And um, so Aviva, which is the insurance company, not Ariva, which is a travel company. <laughs> Sometimes they, they, do, they do get mixed up. Um, so I have been with Aviva now for almost five, actually five years last month. Um, and uh, so essentially within my role, I manage a team and we are responsible for kind of the governance and the operation of our PLC board and the committees. So essentially any decisions which have been made by the PLC board, we, it comes, comes through us and we just kind of make sure that the directors are getting the information that they need to have the discussions that they need to have in their board meetings. Um, and I describe my role as essentially keeping our directors out of jail because being on a board of directors, you have a number of legal duties um, and they get so busy. I mean, they can't, there's no way that they can, there's no way that they can manage their fulfillment of those duties themselves. So essentially the role of my team is to make sure that they're doing what they need to do legally. Um, 
to make sure that they don't go to jail, basically. <laughs> I'm not interested in the way of putting it. So, like, I don't know if you can say, but what does that look like? Perhaps just give it a generic example of what that might look like, if you can share. So, yeah, no, I mean, so, for example, um, every year we have to publish an annual report. Um, and within that annual report, the directors need to sort of kind of talk about how they have fulfilled their duties as directors on the board. Um, and so we help them in drafting that um, drafting that, that statement. Um, also, there are, so for example, if we're dealing with something at work that's, that's considered price sensitive, so essentially if it, if it leaks out, it could affect our share price. We need to make sure we've got really clear um, process in place to ensure that only the right people are seeing or have access to that kind of information. Um, so we train the directors to make sure that they know what their obligations are with regards to how this information is 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 used, is passed on, um, making sure that they know how to kind of keep their the sensitive documents that they have, like how they kind of how they can encrypt and make sure that they're not passing anything on that they shouldn't be, because if they do could go to jail that kind of thing so there's lots of little bits wow. and pieces that we do just to support them in their role um and to support them in the decisions that they're making on behalf of the whole company wow that's fantastic thank yeah. you for sharing that yeah. so take us back a bit so where did it all starts you know just walk us through the journey to you mm-hmm. ending up where you are perhaps just start from post uni what were the steps there and just take us on your journey of what it looked like yeah so um, okay, so I did a law degree um, at university and I I did law because I just really enjoyed the subject at A-level, but I wasn't really 100% sure if I wanted to become a lawyer. Um, I'd always I'd always had this thing that I didn't want to just end up in a job for the sake of it. Like I really wanted to love my job because we spend so much time at work, more time than we spend with our family and we don't get to choose our family, <laughs> right? So I'm like, if I can choose my job yeah. and choose 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 where I spend most of my time then I want to make sure that I'm doing something I really really love and making a difference so um so after my law degree I decided to to get a job as in um in the commercial law firm just to kind of get a sense of what it would be like to work as a lawyer um before I basically go through the whole process of qualifying as a lawyer I thought let me just let me just check it out so I um, so I worked in a law firm for as a paralegal for 18 months, and I just really used that time to speak to a lot of the partners, um, particularly the female partners, and to kind of understand how to understand their journey. And um, and interestingly, a couple of the female partners that I spoke to had said that if they could do this, if if they could go back and do it again they would do it differently and they would probably work in-house so maybe work as an in-house lawyer or work in a kind of a corporate not in private practice um mainly just because of the the lack of work-life balance right so as an in-house as a in work, working as in private practice the hours are very restricted so um so i really took that on board and um and I, and I think just from what I was doing, I decided actually I needed a role that would give me a bit more variety, give me a bit more, um, a few more strings to my bow. I didn't just want to specialize in one area. Mm. I wanted to kind of have a have a, a broad sense of, of kind of knowledge and experience, right? So I, um, uh, I decided to sort of think, okay, what else can I do with my degree? And I spoke to a few people um and the the profession of company secretarial came up right okay. so they might be thinking okay that 
So a lot of people get confused when I say company secretary, they think it's like a PA or an administrative um, role. But I kind of describe it as like, like you know, you've got the home secretary or you've got the foreign secretary. Um, so the company secretary is essentially one responsible for making sure the company is fulfilling its obligations. So that's kind of, that's, that's, that's my profession. Um, so I, yeah, so I went to, so I started out at, um, so basically there's some professional exams you need to do. So I paid to do the first one just to get a sense of like, am I really going to enjoy this? This is interesting. Um, and I really liked it because it was, it still incorporated some of the legal stuff that I've been, that I've been learning and, um, the kind of the analytical thinking and, um, problem solving thing which is what I, I really enjoy as well as just really understanding the breadth of company law and the breadth of business as a whole because this role touches all aspects of business um did the first exam then I got a role as a trainee um sort of company secretary at Aviva interestingly enough although oh. I, haven't been there for, I mean that I'm not uh, <laughs> wish I was that young to say that you know that was only five years ago but so that was when I first started that was at Aviva um, as a trainee. Was that and your first job out of went... uni? So you started as a trainee in Aviva after uni? No, so my first job out of uni was a paralegal okay. in a law firm. Okay. And then after that, I then went on to Aviva as a trainee. Um, so I was there in the York office up north um, oh. for two years. And then an opportunity came up to do a secondment to the head office in London. So I put myself forward, um, got it. So I moved down to London for what was supposed to be a one year comment. <laughs> and um, I don't know, X plus years later. <laughs> um, so I stayed with Aviva um, for another two years in London. And then I left um, just because I'd been with them for about four and a half years. And I thought it'd be good to diversify my experience. So I went to Barclays. Um, and I was within their kind of um, corporate governance company secretarial team, um, but a more sort of senior position and um, was there for a year because then a role came up at Marks and Spencer, which I've kind of been eyeing out. Because <laughs> um, I'd basically spent most of my co-sec, my company secretarial experience within financial services and I thought it'd be great to get some non-FS experience. Oh. Marks and Spencer at the time were like sort of creme de la creme in our profession. They were winning all these <laughs> governance awards and, and, you know, roles never came up. So when it came up, I was like, I'm going for it. Even though, you know, I've been at Barclays for a year. Um, so I got it. So I was there for a couple of years. Um, it was great. It was a smaller team. So I was really able to get involved in a lot of different things and, um, and, and sort of really build my bless you, you. build my credibility <laughs> and um, my experience um, and then Aviva came back in again um, sort of two and a half years later and I went back to Aviva oh. um, but I've moved around within, within Aviva since I've been there for five years um, oh. that's oh, great that's, that's interesting journey. so I'm, I'm just just to tease a few things out of that so you, you mentioned at the mm. start when you started sharing that you know it was important to really like what you do and you know because you spend so many hours at work you know it was important for you to really you know enjoy what you do so yeah. perhaps as a follow-on question like what what would you say some of the things that really drive you and feed you when you pursue a career or just in life generally as well as a, a follow-on yeah no I think for me I wanted to feel like my contribution was 
valued like I was actually making a difference yeah um I didn't just want to I didn't just want to do a nine-to-five where I'm going into the office pushing some paper and coming home and that mm. that's it I wanted to know that's that very easy to do like in you my easily fall into that yeah. that race yeah no absolutely <laughs> and you know and I and and, and I just thought to spend you know 30 plus years just pushing paper yeah. is just would probably drive me crazy after a few months so um I wanted to know that I was making a difference I was adding value um I was solving problems you know like actually doing something that moves that progresses a process or that progresses a team or that progresses a company um and just know that that's that if you're not doing that role, then there's a big gap, and 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 actually that there could be some really big consequences um, of that. Um, so yeah, so those were things that kind of are really important to me, and also, I I I wanted to not be too siloed in just one particular field or area. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, so originally I want I was thinking I, I could be an employment lawyer because I wanted to help people essentially make a difference, right? Yeah. It's the same sort of underlying theme. Um, but actually within this role, I'm able to, it's just a lot more broader. I'm able to impact different areas of the business, which is what I really enjoy. Great. And what other areas yeah. would you say also feeds you and drives just you as as a whole, would you say? Um, it doesn't have to be work whole, related, just just generally. In yeah. Life. I mean, my faith is really important to me. Um, so that's something that, um, you know, I really value and it, it just kind of helps to keep me grounded. And um, so that's important. And and I think, I mean, this, this I mean, it's the, 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 the making a difference thing again, but in terms of my relationships and the people that I come in contact with. So, um, no, so I ask myself sort of on a regular basis, like how have I impacted somebody's life in the last week or in the last two weeks? Like, what have I done? It might not be anything huge, but you know, is it a kind word? Is it an, is it a piece of advice? Have I sat down with and had coffee with someone that I've not seen in a while? Um, so that the kind of the social interaction coupled with sort of helping people, moving them forward, a, a, a kind word, I don't know. Um, some advice here there solving a problem helping somebody yeah that that so how has that been during lockdown have you still have you still been able to do that during lockdown and not been able to see as many people in person so have you still been able to kind of recreate a lot of those things that you it's been a challenge but then again in lockdown I had a baby so um, I had to <laughs> let's note that so had, people yeah, yeah one person um, I was solving problems for on a, on a daily basis um so that definitely kept me busy and I think that obviously was my focus during lockdown but also just um I tried to you know join some zoom parties or if it was somebody's birthday, at least make sure I'm sending a message, um, checking in on them, how they're doing. Um, you know, I've, I'm trying more recently to do more kind of video birthday messages or um, nice. as opposed to just a text message, just to kind of, <laughs> yeah. Cause I think, you know, we're all coming out of this having just been so shielded for the last mm. 18 months of actually just, that seeing someone's face on a video, you know, I know we're all used to seeing that for the last 18 months, but it's probably <laughs> nicer than, you know, just the message. So, um, so yes, I think I just tried with, with the technology to, mm. to kind of recreate some of that, but, um, Right. It was a challenge, obviously, with, with a newborn. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> do 
So if we was to kind of just look 20, 30 years down the line, like what would you say the future looks like to you? What would you have loved to achieve by then? Um, what are some of your reflections around just next 20, 30 years? What, would, what does that look like for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I've always had this goal to retire by the time I'm 40, right? Okay. Are we on track? <laughs> people are like, hey, you know, I think so, but hey. hey. Um, so, I mean, what does it look like? I would probably say for me, obviously, um, growing my family, that's, yeah, that's really important, really important to me. Um, and, I mean, finishing this MBA would be amazing. Yeah. And then... Um, and then just seeing what what I can start to get into more on a um, sort of a strategic level. So thinking about how how I'm thinking about working for myself, um, what what that could look like in my professions. I think I'd love to be working for myself in you know, 20, 30 years time. Um, and um, and I'd also love to have you know some sort of charity foundation where I'm I'm giving back as yeah. well. That's, that's that's important to me. Um, and somewhere where I'm able to support young young women who are looking to um, in in any field really just sort of supporting them in in um, in in their in their career journey however I can like mentorship and all that stuff like. yeah exactly so maybe mentorship oh. or um, you know how to complete a job application interview skills that kind of stuff yeah oh, great stuff. Um, you've probably had a career like 10 plus years now post-university, is that right? Um, hmm. What would you say some of the lessons um, you've learned along the way? Hmm. So, and challenges one of as well. The, yeah. yeah, one of the early lessons that I learned, um, which I found really helpful, was that um, basically we need to make sure that our expectations are set. Our, we, we've got the right level of expectations when it comes to our employer. So I say this because, so for example, one of my one, when, one of my earlier managers, um, for some reason, just we, she she would never sort of um, acknowledge or recognize a job well done. She's one of those people that was very hard to please, <laughs> and and. Um, which is a challenge, right? And I think, you know, I'd, I'd kind of gone through education, um, you know, doing doing quite well and, and being quite successful in that area. And, and so you're sort of used to a certain level of achievement and then you get into employ- employment and you have a manager who just doesn't want to recognize it and, and mm-hmm. finds ways to put, to put what you've done down and to belittle it. And I remember um, just kind of seeking out, you know, like a, a talk or some kind of encouragement to, to ha- for how to work with this lady. And I remember watching this um, this video and this, this guy was basically saying, look, the only thing that your employer promised to do was to pay you. Anything else is extra. You know, if, if, you're, if you're getting a job well done, that's extra. If you're getting some sort of um, recognition, acknowledgement, that's extra. And that's great. But let the expectation be, okay, at the end of the month, I get paid. And then anything that's on top of that is, is a nice to have. So for me, that was a real game changer in my mindset of thinking about work because actually I was going into it to do a good job, to do it, to do a great job, um, not really expecting anything back. If I got it great, if I didn't great, it didn't it didn't impact my performance. Mm. Um, so that for me was a, a really a, a good lesson learned. And and the other thing is, um, you know, seek well, say yes, say yes, and figure it out later. <laughs> so that's something that I've tried to do throughout my career is. 
when you're asked to do something um you don't know how to do it but you just say yes and what you'll find is that you will figure it out and more opportunities will come so say yes to the opportunities and that opens doors to more opportunities um and for you to kind of progress in your career um and the other thing i guess in terms of the challenges i think you know at the moment obviously juggling the many hats that we talked about before um i'm learning what well, actually two things challenges would be around obviously juggling the many hats i think as women at some point in our career in our career we'll be juggling mum you know working um, wife potentially student at the same time um and just learning to celebrate the little successes so that's something that I'm, I'm, yeah yeah so you know i mean the, the to-do list is it just never seems to end <laughs> so at some point you know but actually saying to myself okay well today i may have only done two things on there but that's that's great like i'm pleased with that it's yeah. been a productive day yeah. celebrate that because it's so easy to just look at the mountain of stuff you haven't done yeah. and not celebrate little things so that's really something that i've been learning um and then also i think it's important as women to not be afraid to ask for help and um when we need it because you know it's not easy juggling all these different hats and there'll be times when we need to whether it's our whether it's our spouse our partner look i'm like i need help in this like i really need you to help me out with xyz or speaking to our managers or you know just getting getting some help and yeah. and that's okay because especially sometimes as black women we're we're taught to be resilient and you know you just you you just you keep going and you and no, no matter what yeah but we need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves physically and mentally and that yeah, mental that. Place. <laughs> yeah
totally hear that totally hear that um mm-hmm. what would you say or what nuggets would you give to that woman or young boy or man who is looking to get into your industry and just needs you know just a few nuggets to share how the best entry is or just this kind of thing that they need to prep themselves for what would you what would you what would you advise them yeah um so i think scanning to the company secretarial field um so there are in terms of education wise there are some professional exams that you need to take um and you can just look up kind of um the the, the body the professional body is the icsa so if you look up the ICSA, you'll see the exams that we need to take. You can either do them as kind of individual separate exams or there is a master's that you can do um, for a year that kind of is, is, is a, it's an either or. Um, but once once you do that, um, essentially quite a few companies now offer um, insight days. So where you can sort of get a, come for a day and get an insight into what it's like to work within this field. Um, and so there are some recruitment companies, DMJs, one that kind of will seek out candidates who are looking to get experience and will offer this insight day to them. It's, it's free. Um, you know, we, we do one at Aviva once a year. So that I think definitely take make the most of that opportunity. And then, um, you know, try and get a trainee role, um, you know, because trainee roles are great, are great ways to kind of to come in and, and to see, see what this um, profession is all about. And if it's something that you really want to pursue, um, so I definitely encourage you to do that. Um, and then sign up for any sort of um, company secretarial, corporate governance events that you see or that you hear about. Sign up. I mean, hopefully now post COVID, we can actually go to these in person. Yeah. So make the most of that networking opportunity um, because you never know where which door that can open for you as well. Great, some lovely nuggets there. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, final two questions for me. Um, mm. What would you say success looks like for you? Mm. So I think it's interesting because had you asked me this question, you know, in my twenties, the answer would have been slightly different. So like my twenties, I probably said success would be, you know, hitting the pinnacle of my career, um, you know, and and you know, um, yeah, and that probably would have been my definition. <laughs> Whereas now, you know, I think for me, success is a combination of um, family. So my family life, my, 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 my daughter is developing well, is happy, is, you know, she's doing well. My marriage is, is, is doing well. Um, I'm doing well at my job. You know, I'm progressing. I'm, um, there are opportunities for me to, to, to be promoted and to progress and to, and to achieve what I want to achieve. Um, yeah, I think it's a combination of of sort of work and personal, and then just making sure that my spiritual life is is on point as well. So those and what, three and what areas does that look like in terms of spiritual life. So for me, that would look like um, you know that I still have I'm connected to my church. I still have a relationship with God. I'm you know, I'm, I'm, um, I'm growing in my faith and I can see the impact of my faith on my personal life, on my work life, my social life, um, that it's actually intertwined in everything that I'm doing. It's not a separate, separate part of me. Um, 
So I think for all of those areas, even as I talk about it, it just seems <laughs> a big dream. For all of those areas to kind of um, to all be to all be thriving. Yeah, that for me. So is it almost as if that you success looks like for you where all of those areas is in balance or well you said the word thriving, so yeah. Am I hearing yeah, that? Right? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the word for me is thriving. Like yeah. all of those areas are doing really well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Home life, work life, spiritual life, all thriving, all bearing fruit. Yes. So there's actually fruitfulness. This, this, yes. Fruitfulness. Yeah. They're, they're producing <laughs> and they're they're yeah they're bearing fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Good That's stuff. Good one, you know. <laughs> and then the last question for me. We've whisked through this. Um, <laughs> What do you want your legacy to be? Oh, that is a good question. Um, I would probably say that I made a difference, mm. I think, in a nutshell. So if I think about my job, for example, you know, for me to leave my job knowing that, you know, well, none of our directors are in jail. Um, we've, we've, uh, we have, you know, we've actually like the the governance the, the governance that we've put in place is enabling the directors to make the right decisions for the company and for our shareholders, etc. That's a good legacy. Um, that I've been able to that I've been able to impact positively impact someone's journey, whether that be career wise or just in life. So getting someone from A to B um, as part of their kind of their journey would be would be something that I'd be really proud of um and I know I talked before about you know having a like a charity or a foundation or something that, that helps people um that's something that I'm really passionate about so I think to be able to set something like that up that is actually helping um sort of underdeveloped areas um making an impact making a difference yeah that, that's important and I think also if I think about my personal life so you know to be able to kind of raise children who are having a positive impact in society that would be a great legacy um they were doing great things and fulfilling their dreams you know that would be amazing you better preach <laughs> hey can I get an amen, amen. <laughs> oh this is great stuff I, I probably, yeah. if I was to tease out one of your answers a bit more, when you say you mm. want to make a difference, like what does that look like in terms of making a difference? Um, I feel like I feel like we have lots of like we have opportunities pretty much every day to make a difference, right? Mm, I agree. And um, and I think for me, it's continuing to take those opportunities. And almost just going through life, making sure that I've taken those opportunities where I could impact somebody's life positively. Um, so, for example, at the moment, I mean, I um, sponsor. I think it's two different children in two different countries through Compassion. So that's something that's you know that's important to me. I'd love to sponsor more. I probably will at some point down down the line. Um, I'm really passionate about young women knowing their value, knowing their worth, fulfilling their dream, their purpose. So something along those lines, maybe down the line, I'd love to kind of get more involved in, whether it's through through a charity or 
just through mentoring, um, being able to support young women in in flourishing and in becoming everything that they were created to be. Um, so that that's that would be part of it, kind of making a difference. Um, yeah, and just trying to be generous where I can, generous with time, generous with finances. If there's a way that I can bless somebody um, that's in need. And prayer as well. Prayer makes a huge difference. So, you know, not just scrolling past that prayer request, but actually <laughs> dropping the prayer. And just, yeah. just praying and just, you know, um, and just leaving it in God's hands. Yeah. Ooh. So those tiny seeds. This is great. Well, thank you so much, Daisy, for joining us. It's just been really nice just to unpack a bit about your career journey and to hear what the, some of the things that really that you're passionate about and I think what I'm leaving from this call today is just how you really want to make a difference and in all that you in all that you do you really want to be helping people making an impact and making a difference that reminds me of one, one of um is it reconnect what's the reconnect um tagline love one love um, people make a difference like that yes make a difference yes, yeah that yeah that is so true <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you're living like that yeah. tagline which is good <laughs> I'm trying a <laughs> little bit every day. A little bit. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, this has been really, really thank great. I'm me. sure all our listeners have been blessed. So thank you and enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks very much. Thank you. And for those who would like to get in touch with us, please do reach out to us. We're currently on Instagram and Facebook. Our Instagram handle is at www.realtalk and our Facebook handle is women working well uh, so do search us um, we would love to hear from you do comment like share share again to your networks um, we do want to hear from you so until next time this is your host Atom Henshaw and we're signing out from women working well have a great rest of the week take care